Welcome to Arm Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything today is brand. Uh, every athlete, every superstar, every um, entertainer, every politician, every product, every corporation, every political party, everything is a brand. Brand is a set of values. And we do two things here. We do a big interview that we drop on Thursdays, and this week is Lawrence O'Donnell, of course, the, the brilliant host of... Uh, the last word on MSNBC. We're going to have a lot of fun with Lawrence. A uh, lot to talk about there. And on Tuesday today, where we're, we're dropping this, is our Brands of the Week. This is where we go over the brands that are driving the zeitgeist, which brands are up, which brands are down. And let's get right to it. First off, happy Valentine's Day. A brand up for Valentine's Day. To all the lovers out there, I wish you a happy, happy Valentine's Day. So a generic brand up. We love Valentine's Day. Interesting enough, here's some real brand. Here's some real kind of meat and potatoes brand ups for Valentine's Day. Economists are predicting an expensive Valentine's Day. Economists are predicting this year that the most expensive Valentine's Day this year is a twenty five point nine billion dollar expense. That's all. Everybody, if you add up what everybody's spending on Valentine's Day, on roses and candies and everything, almost twenty six billion. That's an eight uh, percent increase from last year. And Valentine's Day is the fifth largest consumer spending event in the in the United States. Uh, a couple other facts. 85% of adults ages 18 and older plan to celebrate Valentine's Day this year. Uh, of those celebrating, almost three quarters plan to dine or order takeout from restaurants. Uh, 51% of consumers plan to celebrate with their significant others, while 16% will do with family and 5% with friends. There you go. As long as we're talking about Valentine's Day, let's give a brand up for dating apps. This is interesting. New findings about online dating in the U.S. according to Pew Research. Uh, 30% of U.S. adults say they've actually, they've used a dating site or an app at some time in their lives. That's one in three U.S. adults. I don't even know if that's single adults, but that's one in three U.S. adults have used a dating app. That's crazy. 53% of Americans under 30 have used one. 37% of those 30 to 49. 20% 50 to 64. And even 13% of those 65 and older have used a dating app. Um, 9% have used a dating app in the last year. Lesbian, gay, or bisexual adults are more likely than their straight counterparts to say they've ever used a dating app. 51% versus 28%. But that's incredible. The amount of people... Look, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, speaking, staying with love. Uh, doggy dates, brand up. Single Americans prefer pets over people on Valentine's Day. Maybe that's why they're single. 55% of single Americans prefer to stay at home with their dog or cat than go out for Valentine's Day. The study which surveyed 1,000 uh, dog and cat owners in America sheds light on how pet parents prefer to spend Valentine's Day and how pets influence them in their romantic preferences and relationships. I'm going to say it again. We don't know what the chicken and the egg is there. You know what I mean? As I said, I think if you're somebody who'd rather be with a dog than a person. Nobody loves dogs than me. I got six dogs. But would rather be with a dog than a person or a cat than a person? Well, maybe you might look into why you don't have a partner. Just just saying. Just saying. All right. Brand up for the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I know obviously everybody, a lot's been written. So what a great Super Bowl. What a great game. If not the best, certainly one of the two, three best all time. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Holmes, both superstars. Uh, amazing ending. Uh, just just a great, great, great show all over. Rihanna, brand up. She was fantastic. Well, talk about the stage presence. Talk about the way she just got up there and owned it. And I don't know if it's because her, she was pregnant or just because... That's what she chose. There wasn't even all these crazy moves. It was like she was just low-key, like, I'm, I'm a fucking superstar, and hear me out, and hear me roar. And she killed it. Uh, 
which brings us to Donald Trump, this amazing brand down, just a little caveat diversion there. Um, he basically, this is what he wrote on True Social Sunday night after her appearance. Epic fail. Rihanna gave without question the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. This after insulting far more than half our nation with already serious in decline with her foul and insulting language. She had written on a car a couple of years ago, fuck Trump. And uh, But this is what Trump's doing, bashing Rihanna. It's just, just amazing. Brand down for the Super Bowl commercials. Uh, look, I've done a lot of Super Bowl commercials in my life. What happened last night, it just became a celebrity petting zoo. Uh, it was just, everybody was throwing celebrities in for the sake of celebrities. And I guarantee if you do research one day after and name 75% of the celebrities, people won't be able to tell you what ads they were in, what they were for, what the message was. And we have a dearth of creativity. I'm Madison Avenue. I don't want to sound like one of these crusty old guys because there were some brilliant ads. I thought the Breaking Bad ad was great. Um, but it was kind of thin skating after that. And it's because everybody is trying so much to just be a show and be a showcase and we can get the biggest star. We can get Ben Stiller and we can get P. Diddy and and I want everybody at home right now, if you saw that P. Diddy commercial, what was it for? And I could go through that with just about every ad on there, but I thought I missed great, simple human stories. Those are the best ads, whether it's Super Bowl or not. So brand down for Super Bowl ads. Brand down for Joe Biden. This is, this is coming off of his State of the Union last, last week, of course. A whopping 72% of Americans approved of Biden's speech, including 43% of Republicans. This is according to Medialyte. 72 and three quarters of people applauded the speech. Three quarters of people don't agree on anything in this country. That's not true. 80% want background checks on guns. So things that do make sense, people, people uh, agree on. Um, one facet of the speech that emerges as a dominant theme of the coverage. At one point during the speech, Biden invoked plans of several Republicans that would cause programs like Social Security to sunset every few years in PS for good, if not reauthorized. Uh, and that became kind of a theme. They called him a liar. Of course, it wasn't a liar. It was Rick Scott's plan. And at the end, he got the Republicans to stand up and applaud. Okay, we're not going to sunset uh, Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid, which they're, those sound bites were played over and over again. But could you, you know, the other thing also, and the most simplistic thing, the, the reason the Democrats, and we'll give a brand up of Democrats, brand down for Republicans, they have an optimistic message right now. And optimism beats, you know, pessimism. All the Republicans, I mean, Sarah Huckabee Sanders gave that, you know, post the, you know, the kind of the, the post speech, the rebuttal speech. And it, you would have thought we were living in a dystopian society as opposed to a country that's 3.4% unemployment that's creating more jobs than ever been created before, um, that has a quality of life that that's fantastic. Like, it, it's like they're coming from another world. Uh, brand down for George Santos. It, it, it keeps getting better. It's like somebody said, what can you do as a dysfunctional human being? And here's the latest one. He was charged with criminal theft in 2017 in Pennsylvania's Amish country after nine bad checks were made out in his name to dog breeders with the memo that read puppies. $15,000 worth of checks were written in the name were given to dog breeders. Days later, Santos held an adoption event at a Staten Island pet store with Friends of Pets United, an animal rescue charity that he claims he founded and ran. Uh, basically, he just kind of like stole the dogs. You know, I, this guy's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this guy. This is not his first instance. He created, as we've talked about on the show, a GoFundMe page uh, uh, for life-saving surgery for a dog owned by disabled veteran Richard Ostoff. Uh, he raised three thousand dollars and then took the cash for himself. This guy is just. There's, there's no basement for this guy. Just incredible. Uh, here's this one. This one will get you. Brand down from. I think this is the brand down of the week from Missouri Republicans. They vote to affirm a toddler's rights to carry firearms in the streets. It's, it's, okay. This, this defies any logic. The Republican-controlled Missouri House of Representatives voted on Wednesday to reject an amendment that would have banned minors from allowing 
being openly, being allowed to openly carry guns in public without supervision. To be clear, the proposal re rejected this week was not seeking to ban minors from openly carrying weapons on public land, period, but simply from doing so without an adult supervising them. So like, it, 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 apparently there was too much for the state's conservatives who quite literally believe it's fine for actual kids to walk down the streets carrying guns. I, I don't. I, it, there's no word. Brand out for Adidas. Uh, obviously, they 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 had to kind of sever their partnership with uh, with the disgusting Kanye West, and now they had no choice whether they did it for moral reasons or business reasons. They couldn't do it. Now they got a one point three billion dollar pile of unsold Yeezy gear. It's a billion over a billion dollars of goods that they can't sell. They're telling investors in their call that they're sitting on the unsold merchandise. Um, said in a worst case scenario, it has to write off all existing Yeezy inventory. Faces an operating loss as much as $750 million in 2023. Uh, this is a really interesting. We've done a lot of brand downs for Twitter. But this brand down shows how we give Twitter such an outsized focus on their importance when they are so minuscule. Listen to this. Uh, only 180,000 people in the U.S. have been paying for a Twitter subscription by mid-January. And that's around 0.2% of the website's monthly active users. 62% of the companies paying users ride in the U.S. That means Twitter has approximately 290,000 subscribers worldwide. The current number of paying users, the website is only set to earn $27.8 million a year from a subscription service. It's a, it's a bullshit business model. There's nobody's paying for this. And, and the, the influence of it, we talk about so much in the media, the average person in the street doesn't give a shit about Twitter, isn't on Twitter, isn't listening to anything on Twitter. It's we're on our kind of media echo chamber that we do the Twitter thing. Um, so one more thing for the room. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, brand down for the, I've talked about the great resignation. And this is now we're going to call something the great regret. The great resignation was that during COVID, so many people just quit their jobs. They said, fuck this, I'm out of here. I, I don't want to work anymore. I need it. Well, but for those who handled their no notice during the so-called great resignation, many have seen little benefit of the upheaval. Now dubbed the great regret, analysts carried out, analysis carried out by payroll and HR pay, paychecks found that 80% of people who quit their jobs, roles in search of a greener pastures regretted the move. Both job openings and the number of individuals quitting researched record highs during the pandemic. It's so here's the thing. The grass is always greener. I think this exists in a lot of, not just in jobs, but in life. But so 80% of the people who said, fuck this, there's something better out there. A year or two later, woken up and there isn't. So that's a little sobering. Um, that's too bad. Brand up or down, depends whether you're a renter or a rentee from Manhattan Rent. It hits an all-time high. Get this one. It's 5,142. Up 13%. So the average rental in Manhattan, this is just average. Like, hey, not look at my $5,000 a month apartment. It's just like if you put them all in one box and go, you take one in the middle as the average, it's $5,000. That's insane to me. Speaking of skyrocketing course, brand up for babysitting. Babysitting is, is, is people making bank babysitting. Babysitting rates rose 9.7 nationally in 2022. Um, last year's national average babysitting rate was $22.68 an hour for one kid, over $25 an hour for two, and close to $28 for three. That's incredible. I, I mean, wow. You know, babysitters making, making bank as well they should. You know, why not? Um, 
This is a really sad brand down for Baltimore schools. They have zero students, zero proficient in math per state test results. Project Baltimore analyzed results and found a shocking, shocking number of Baltimore City students not doing math at their proper grade level. Just 7% of third through eighth graders tested proficient at math, which means 93% of students in Baltimore schools could not do math at a grade level. 23 Baltimore City schools, there were zero students who tested proficient in math. Uh, this is just, something's got to give. You're not, you're not going to solve the problems that we have um, by disadvantaged youth, by not getting the education right. And Baltimore is a stunning example. I know they've tried a lot of uh, programs there, but the latest uh, results are, are certainly not, not very, very encouraging. Brand down for overprotective parenting. Overprotective parenting can backfire, lead to shorter lifespans for kids, according to a new research. A new research out of Brazil says that you need to give your kids a little extra space. It turns out that children who have more freedom have a better chance of living longer, Researchers report men who had an overprotective father and generally little autonomy during childhood may be at a 12% higher risk of dying before the age of 80. I think that's one of two reasons. Either they weren't taught, taught enough independence, so in life you need independence to, for a whole bunch of things to, you know, to keep a healthy life, and also maybe it just made people more just stressed to begin with. The numbers even worse for females who had an overprotective father. Their risk of dying before the age of 80 can increase by 22%. So helicopter parents, pull back a little bit, just saying... Research from Brazil. Um, Brenda for liquor. I'm not encouraging anybody to drink more liquor, but for the first time, spirits beat beer and market share. So more people for the first time ever are drinking liquor, you know, vodka, gin, whiskey, you know, uh, all that stuff versus beer. Um, after years of steady growth, it marked the first time that spirit suppliers revenues have surpassed beer. Beer still holds 41% of the market share. And the rise for the first time is that now 42%, a little more than that, are drinking liquor. So there you go. Brand up for Taco Bell and Pete Davidson. Taco Bell, uh, well, full disclosure, we've given them a couple of brand ups, is a uh, Deutsche Los Angeles client, my old ad agency. And their breakfast sales have soar, and they think it's because of Pete Davidson. He's been in these ads, these very self-effacing ads where they kind of come clean and say, you know, we got it wrong with our breakfast. They tried to do very a lot of elaborate things in their breakfast before, and they backfired. And it's like Pete Davidson's in the ad saying, I've done a lot of stupid things before. He's just one of the most likable characters on the planet. You just cannot not like that guy because you see what a good guy he is. He's hysterical. You know, he's kind of a wounded bird with a broken wing. He's the one who talks all about his own issues. And that guy's got continued big things ahead. And those are our brands of the week. Remember to write, review, subscribe to our podcast on anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anyplace else. Leave your comments. We love it. Please subscribe. We love it. That's that's the way we, people know how good we're doing. And have a great week. Remember to tune in on Thursday for our interview with the great Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, MSNBC host of The Last Word. And we'll see you on Thursday. Thanks, guys. 